This is Earspoon, your home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Hey everybody, welcome to the Earspoon, this is Fish. And I'm Steve. You are Steve, and this is the final show of 2020, hella friggin' luyah, <laughs> as it were. Yeah, good riddance, as right. the kids say. Yeah, the only consistent and good thing in my life for all of 2020 has been my fine, fine cup of Mocha Joe's coffee. Well done. Uh, yes, agreed. Right. Here's some right now. Here, I have to slurp on the mic. Slurp. Slurp. I can slurp a little bit, too. Yeah, no. Could we, be uh, scotch, though. Yeah, it could be. You don't know. But uh, <laughs> it's caffeinated scotch. Uh, n- nonetheless, uh, Mocha Joe's are our fine sponsor. has been standing by us uh, through thick and thin, uh, pod yeah. after pod, and we uh, we thank them for their Yeah, so then let me just add also a stalwart presence in, in the downtown of Brattleboro at their shop. They not only have their, their roaster, you know, business but uh the the coffee shop downtown been there i've been here 23 years i think that's it's been here 25 six years something uh, like when that. did it start geez yeah um 1999 you, was it i don't remember oh uh, all right well yeah, yeah, i got yeah. here yeah so but i'm just saying they've been uh you know they've employed a lot of people they've been uh good to the community and the community's been good to them and so i just want to applaud them on another level other than the fine fine coffee we get from them yeah no they've um they're great and you can uh, order their coffee online by going to mochajoes.com all right let's right. talk about the hellscape that was 2020 shall we <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> let's go back to last january and, re- and recount it all <laughs> what is it looking so far eh? we went from 2019 <laughs> into 2020 with high expectations and hope uh even though uh that uh it well it, it's it's interesting as uh as as i uh Think about it that, you know, we still had a at least another full year of uh, Donald Donald John Trump um, kind of, uh, you know, uh, going after his scorched earth policies. And, uh, you know, so but for some reason, I felt like this was going to be the year that we were going to be able to get rid of him. Now, here's a here's a a question that I've been kind of itching to ask you uh, as of late without the pandemic. Do. Does Donald Trump win a second term? Yes. You think yes. so, huh? Yes, I do. I feel pretty strongly about it as well, which that, if I mean, I, how do I know? I'm just some guy. But uh, if that's the case, and I believe I could make a pretty strong argument that it would have been the case, that says everything I need to know about this country. <laughs> you oh, know? yeah. That, adding to that, and forgive me for going topical, you know, more contemporary, you know, right now, but uh, the idea that we've had to argue, or we, meaning the Congress, has argued for months about whether to give us 600 pieces of crap or 2,000 pieces of crap uh, to help us survive during this, also says everything you need to know about where this country is at. Literally, we are being held hostage by, a, by an illness that threatens everyone, 300,000-plus dead people, and they're arguing about whether we should have enough money to eat food. Like, if... the that there is no revolution from this right. says everything I need to know about this country, and that is why I'm making plans to leave. This is an unhealthy system. This is an unhealthy culture. People, a so-called people's democracy, a representative government, is not really representing the people, nor are the people leaning on that government. We can see it in a million different forms, and I won't go ranting on it, I promise, but 
between the fact that Donald, you know, not fact, but the likelihood that Donald F. and Trump would have won this presidency without this uh, murderous uh, uh, pandemic, but also here, people in utter states of, of panic, losing their homes, losing their jobs, losing unemployment insurance, etc., and the, and Mitch McConnell and others go, ah, fuck you. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's all you need to know. And that we are not in the streets freaking screaming about this and going like, I, I got my $600. Oh, good. I didn't have, it's your damn money. You know? Right. So, anyway, <laughs> all I'm trying to say is like going back to the earlier part of 2020 and to this one. Now, the message is clear. The official governance, and I'm talking Democrats and Republicans, generalizing, of course, they're good people. Well, at least in the Democratic Party, there's some good people. Yeah. I can't imagine one in the Republican Party. But that we are in this current moment bent over a fucking log and nobody's coming to say, like, you know, let's be clear. $2,000 a month in many countries. A month. Since March. Yep. A month. Canada. You know, Canada saying, stay home, stay safe. We'll get through this. We've got the money. Meanwhile, Bernie Sanders wants to hold up the military spending budget, which is a trillion plus dollars. We got enough money to blow shit up, but we can't feed people. Right. Yep. Yep. Anyway, no. I feel myself ranting. So no. I'll just no. Shut no. Up no. Right you know what? You you don't you don't need to feel anything other than than what the what the fuck is actually going on right now. And everything that you just said is a hundred percent true. And that that Mitch McConnell, like uh, you know, Donald Trump goes on this grandstand where he's <laughs> like, I want uh, two thousand dollars, and then goes through what the one thing that he did go through was all the pork. Oh well, he he picked out all the pork. That he didn't agree with, of course, mm -hmm. that we know. That goes into this 5,000-page bill, right? Which right. is ridiculous. That no one reads. Right, that nobody reads. And even he said that. Now, I, I, will, give the, I will give the devil his due. He's a fucking douchebag, and I don't want anybody to think that for a second and a half that I would, uh, that, that I would defend this man because I'm not. But he did go through that whole... That whole entire thing, and this is what's included in it, and that's what's included in it, and that's that's what's included in it. Uh, Which is the nature of legislation, can we say? So Donald Wake Up Trump says, oh, look, there's extra stuff in this bill. Hello, you idiot. Right. There's always extra stuff in the bill, you know? Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, I just, I, I can't, I can't for the life of me understand why you can't just say, all right, so the people need money. Can we just agree that they should all get $2,000, and can we vote on just that? Can, can we just do that? How about that? Just I write would a damn check. I would love to see, I would love to see a, a culture that, um, that does, just does that here in the United States. We need uh, to help people. Good luck. So let's do this. Let's just all agree that our people need two thousand dollar checks. Okay? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No. 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 We, we we don't need to do. Uh, we don't need to examine turtles in the in the uh, Pacific. No. We don't. We don't need to uh, make sure McConnell's district gets better roads. No. We don't need. No. We need to make sure that people get two thousand dollars. That's it. Let's vote on that. Nothing else. Right. How much more shit would go on? I get that the the paperwork on that would probably be arduous and 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 time consuming, but so fucking what? That's what we pay you for. 
Right. Or here's another idea. Tax appropriately and for all the multi-billions of dollars made by billionaires during a pandemic, take 90% of it and distribute it to the people that are suffering. Right. You know? So there's that. People, billionaires are literally making record profits during a pandemic. God knows Jeff Bezos and Amazon are. Oh, I just, and, don't even get me started. Don't even get me fucking started. So if we tax people, let me just riff on this for a second. Sure, sure. Recently, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, I forget her name, Mackenzie. Yeah, who's now, who, as a result of being divorced, is now the seventh richest person right. in the world or some shit. Who, and much, much of her wealth is derived by Amazon stock. Right. She donated $9 million to the Vermont Food Bank. She donated $4 billion in the last four months and $6 billion over the past year. And everyone is all a titter about how nice that is. I will not disagree that that's a nice gesture. Yep. I will also suggest that that's about, that's like you and me giving a $20 bill. It really that is. That is not a thing. And all of the money that she and they own should be in the coffers as tax dollars. Amazon pays no taxes. Right. And all of that should be sitting in a big pool filled with money to distribute to food banks and other places. So while people are waxing poetic about how nice that is, what they re neglect to see is that this is that kind of, of overt, opulent, over-the-top wealth is a result of not paying taxes. And you and I pay taxes to cover the rest of the shit. So when we're in an emergency moment like this, where you could grab a fistful of money and say, hey, don't get thrown out of your house. Hey, make sure your kids have food. The answer is like, nah, well, like, oh, but look, the largesse of rich people might help us. Right. Fuck that. That is, that is, to me, that is toxic capitalism at its best. And, you know, and, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying, like, you've got to solve all problems just because you're wealthy. That's probably just not incumbent on you to have to do that. But, Jesus, it sure as fuck would be nice, wouldn't it? Just to Jeff, I follow a Twitter account that said, uh, uh, today Jeff Bezos decided not to stop world hunger. Because the estimates are that for a fraction of what he's worth, he could end hunger on the planet. And every day that goes by, he doesn't do that. Approximately $40 billion would solve homelessness uh, in the United States. And he's worth $180 billion. If you and I had $180 billion, the very first day we had that, we would be writing massive checks to people that hurt and to systems that help solve problems for people. And he instead is accruing and gathering and, get, you know, gathering more and more wealth and power, socking it away, I'm sure, somewhere else offshore. Meanwhile, people suffer so that we don't tax this shit. So when we talk politics... Politics is very personal, and politics is philosophical, it's even spiritual. A lot of it's the nitty-gritty, who, what, where, and le legislation. But the simple fact that we sit here and watch people get wealthier and wealthier while people literally are dying uh, says everything you need to know about what truly represents your country. And the fact is that the people of this country are not important to the larger system. Yep. No, I, you know, I mean, I've, I've said it over and over again for a system that allows a billionaire to exist. You can be a billionaire. I don't have an issue with you being a billionaire. I really I do. don't. No, I don't. No, let me finish my sentence now. I, I don't have a problem be a, with you being a billionaire. Jeff Bezos would be a billionaire. 
if he gave away $199 billion to help people. <laughs> Good point. All right? So <laughs> right. I don't have a problem with you being a billionaire. If you are making that much fucking money that you can give away 98% of it and still be like one of the richest people on the fucking planet, then I'm okay with you being a billionaire. If you make so much money that you can't give it away fast enough, right. then I am okay with you being a billionaire. I really am. Oh, I would only add to that that instead of him counting on the generosity of, of stuff being given away, that shit gets taxed. That stuff gets taken. Right. You know, so in, in 1958, Dwight Eisenhower's tax rate above whatever the threshold is was 94%. Right. AOC, yeah. AOC got shit for being a so-called socialist for suggesting that we should go to 70%. Where are we now? 17? I something know. like that? No, no. You know what? And, and um, a majority of the public walks around uh, with this fucking hellscape, scorched earth fucking policy that Republicans seem to want to just handhold right down the aisle right. and right. hand them off to the next fucking, you know, groomed-to-be asshole douchebag who will, you know, continue to keep... Poor people poor and rich people rich. Where well, Trump saved the economy. Trump you saved, you saved the economy. Then you look at the numbers, and Obama, from the, the, from the crash in 2008, to his credit, I'm no fan of Obama, but he did a good job of the economy. He grew it from the crash of 2008. He went steadily up, steadily up. You can see the numbers. These are not refutable facts. Right. And then Trump become, comes into office, and it just keeps going in the exact same way that it was going. Right. And everybody's like, look at the economy. The economy. Oh, God. You know, this is, this is the risk of having people be this kind of stupid in this country because they can't discern actualities. Right. And now, and now our attentions are all focused on Georgia here for the runoff <laughs> yes. on the 5th. Right. Yes. And yes. then, and then the the two incumbents all of a sudden, and this is another question. Let me ask you this: Both of those incumbents Go. were like, "Yeah, yeah, no, no, we're a fan of the two thousand dollar checks. We we're gonna we're gonna put knowing full well this is how the politics game is played. Listen, we need to get reelected so we can uh, hold the Senate. All right, so that we can lame duck Joe Biden." And that nothing right. gets done for four years or for Excuse two me. years or for whatever right. it is. That's the plan. Uh, you know, that's the plan. So uh, we'll say we're going to support this. But, Mitch, it's going to be on you to be the douchebag. And Mitch is like, well, I'm good at it. Yeah. I'm really yeah. good at being he a dickbag. certainly is. You know? He certainly is. And uh, so he, right, but- he, he shoots it down. And then uh, all of a sudden the $600 checks start to pop up in your direct deposit accounts. And uh, there they are. And they'll be released sometime next year. And uh, next 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 week, I think on Monday, yeah, yeah. they all hit the accounts. <laughs> no, or, people are already getting them in there. Yeah, accounts, yeah. I think. I think, uh, I think we got uh, we got ours. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? I donate my I'm donating my money to my son who works for Jeff Bezos full time, who can't afford basics. Right. For working full time for, for the a world billionaire. Man. For so the, my six hundred dollars is going to him. Right. Does he get his own $600? He should. Of course he does. Yeah. Right. Good. Well, listen, you know, I mean, so th- there it is. It's this continued thing. It's the last day of the year uh, of, of 2020. And I, I know the, I, we were talking about how symbolic it'll be for it to usher into 2021, but nothing's going to fucking change tomorrow. 
Nothing's going to fucking change tomorrow. I'm sorry. Other than we're just going to have to try to remember, for those of you still writing checks, are going to have to remember to put 2021 <laughs> on your checks. And that that's, right. that's going to be the thing, right? I mean, so. Well, I, but I will say this, and I, I agree with you, and, and things change incrementally. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes things change pretty dramatically. But I would say that one of the takeaways from 2020, putting aside the pandemic for the moment, uh, as the obvious story, uh, but. The Black Lives Matter protests were massive yep. and sustained. Uh -huh. That is a great sign for this country. What it needs to do is crank it up to 11, so to speak. And that's when 2021 will be the reformative, uh, you know, what's the word I want, you know, sort of purging of what 2020 was in terms of its toxicity. 2021, especially now, in the, at Christmas time, the day after Christmas, people lose their unemployment and they're bitching about whether they should give us $600 and they don't even want to give us that. Listen, I didn't hear me even say give us. Fuck you. Yeah. That's my money. That's yours. You know? and, then, and, and, then, and then I was wondering, I was going around, I said, now, is it, do, I have to, do I have to count that as income? Am I going to get fucking taxed on money that no, I've right. already paid for my taxes? <laughs> Fuck you. Right. It probably will come down to that. But this, so the, if the heat and momentum, I mean, things have died down since the weather has turned cold for sure, because outdoor protests during a pandemic when it's super cold yeah. isn't really a thing. <laughs> uh, but if, if people can recognize, again, and I say both parties, the, the Republicans are, you know, a hundred thousand times worse than Democrats, but the Democrats suck nationally. Right. Yeah. And so all of this is a fait accompli and they are, are working together in the Nancy Pelosi's of the world on some level, they are working together to oppress and uh, undernourish the, the citizenry. If that becomes recognized by the general public and that becomes a movement towards protest and i mean protest joe fucking biden as well yeah nothing would substantially change that's when i can see something happening in this country and it has to come from young people especially yeah but i can i'm open to that possibility for 2021 and i i think it's so stark in this moment we're like flipping you a quarter in the middle of a pandemic. People are getting thrown out of their houses tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow. Well, you know, I you mean, know? There, there was a there was a thing. The um, the New York Senate basically, you know, like panicked and put together this thing of basically saying, no, 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 no. Starting January 1st now, they have 60 days before they can start evictions. And now uh, we all know what that is. That that now gives them another 30 to 45 days to come up with something else that will, you know, put a stay on that. But. Like, where's the fucking humanity in all of this? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you know how I feel about that. There isn't any. There are individual players, but the system as a whole uh, is just like, you know, sort of predatory capitalism is heartless and sociopathic. Yeah. So the, the needs are obvious. People are in the streets. People are dying. I'm seeing these videos of people. And let's also acknowledge the COVID piece in this. The panic and anxiety in this country as a result of this potential, you know, sort of roulette kind of uh, death or illness isn't just about death count. People impacted by this illness, not certainly people who have gotten the illness and survived it, long COVID, et cetera, but the anxiety and concern and worry and fear in people is pretty profound and that affects all kinds of things not to say the the least of which is uh our children growing up in this so this is an emergent moment that the country is relatively unparalleled in in our lifetime like i can't think of something that compares to this i mean 9 11 was a shock to people yeah it was a terrible thing god knows but this sustained potentially lethal oh my god actual enemy thing and this is their response i know like here's your moment show us what you are and the answer is 
fuck you. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah, here's here's where we get to, you know, you you look at uh, you know, D- Donald Trump who continues continues to the try guy. to upend an election. He oh my God. fucking hasn't even remotely come close to making a solid argument in any one of these while ma- while, while marching out Rudy Joke Giuliani, <laughs> uh, you know, out in front of Drip. what was it? One of the onion, one of the onion, uh, one of the onion uh, memes that came around was like Rudy Giuliani tests positives for a myriad of different bat diseases unrelated to coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, but that's so goddamn true, you know. I mean, all of the shit that goes on, and he just he continues to do this, and and you know the bill sat on his desk to sign, um, and as a result, he didn't for six days. He golfed. He yeah. golfed. Who who was it? Uh, Bernie Sanders Nero. put it so well, right? Uh, yeah. You know, while while Rome burned, Nero uh, Nero fiddled, right? Yeah. And and he said, you know, while the United States burned, Trump golfs, right? He golfs, yeah. and and as a result of him golfing, now people will not get an unemployment check this week because he didn't sign that bill into right. into into effect, and then he pushed back on it, and then he said all this shit that was in it, and the, all the stuff that that, that didn't fit his agenda uh, is the only shit that he brought up. Everything that fitted fit his right. agenda wasn't mentioned. But then his flying monkeys support him and see that as a strong leader move. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what do you then, do with that? And then what was it? He just won some kind of a most admired man award thing. <laughs> it's like, are you fuck? What fucking world are we living in? I know. Some it's Alice like it, in Wonderland who walked through a door and go, "Oops, sorry, I didn't." This is. Looking but this for- is the thing, though, and the, the the takeaway from the last four years is, hey, America. Get used to the idea that there are literally millions of awful people moving mm-hmm. amongst you. Mm-hmm. I mean, awful people. I mean, if you if you voted for him in 2016, all right, you got fooled. I get it. If you're still on board, oh my God, what is wrong with you? I, you know, I can't. It just, I don't know, man. You know, I it, this these four years have really shown me one more time that I just I'm out of the prediction business. <laughs> yes. I just I can't guess anymore. I can't look at polls. I can't trust them. You know, I'm looking at the the Georgia runoff things and you know, I mean all all of all of my hopes and prayers rely on a place I don't even want to fucking visit. Oh, I love parts of Georgia. Do I've you? had some great times in Georgia. Athens, Georgia is one of my favorite places in the world. Yeah, I don't know. There's man. some wonderful places. The west of Georgia, out near the Carolinas. All right, so don't steal there. my thunder. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but let me sure. just throw in, dude, I, I want to ta- tag on to what you just said. What you're hoping for is that two centrist Democrats make it to the Senate so that we can have a, a tie, so we can have tie, 50-50, right. and then a, a vice president as the tiebreaker. That vice president is Kamala Harris, a known centrist. Joe Biden, a known centrist. The Democratic Party pushing for all things centrist, mainstream, and and incremental. You know, I, so, I listen. I I know I know the road you're about to go on, and I don't disagree with you. I really don't. But this is really where I'm I'm getting off, and I'm basically saying, good. All right, now we've got our gauze candidate who's been elected president, all right? We're going to pack Joe Biden into the wound. We're going to stop the bleeding. Now, the next stop is not just to stop, okay, the bleeding stop. Let's uh, see what's on TV. You know, it's Right, but that's the thing. Liberals are going to go back to sleep. Right. The, well, the, they can't. They will. 
I mean, leftists won't, the liberals will. Right. And that's that's what the DNC is all about, is making sure everybody is, is succored enough in, to shut the hell up. Right. So, and, the, and I understand psychologically the relief of getting over the four years of Trump is going to be like, oh, my God, I've been fighting for four years. I don't really feel like doing it right now. Let's just hope it all works out. But the fact of the matter is that, as we said before, both parties are responsible for this paradigm of oppression, this paradigm of indifference, this ridiculous expenditure of money on all the wrong things. And Biden, as we've seen from his policy statements, is not the least bit interested in the most important things. We know that Medicare for all, excuse me, is supported by 89% of Democrats, 89% of Democrats, I'm sorry, 88%, 69% of all Americans are in favor of Medicare for all. So where is that? And people are dying from not having health care. People right. are starving from not having health care. People are losing their homes from not having health care. And that, that's just one issue, you know. So for liberals to go to sleep, uh, you know, Sorry to say, but that is the ultimate sort of like privilege moment where we have to be loud for the needs of others. We have to keep pushing the the movement for black lives to say it's still not OK for cops to be killing black people. You know, Joe Biden, what are you doing about it? So Biden's at the podium the other day giving some speech and, he, and uh, somebody shouts to him as he's walking away. Are you in favor of the two thousand dollars? Yes, he says. That's one word. One word from the president-elect, one word to say, stand up to the podium and say, people are really suffering. We have to get this emergency funding to them right away. This is an important moral issue. And he's like, yes, and walks out of the room. Fuck you. Well, you know, you can, you can, you're certainly entitled to take that. And I see, I can see where you, but he's not in a position right now to have any effect on, on that vote But he right can say he, he is. You know as well as I do, he's a titular head, he's a symbolic head, making statements of purpose and intent matters as a president, or he shouldn't say anything until he's inaugurated. He is there to say how, he's said some nice things about the pandemic, he's said some good things. There was his moment to, to, to set the course for 2021, and he walked away and said, yeah. You know, it's like, no. oh, come on. I don't know. I, I I'm not. I don't get so hung up on on that kind of thing. I understand where you're coming from. I do, um, but I, I don't. I don't get that uh, that hung up on on a on a yeah. Well, I but, only say that because I, I have a feeling this is. I, I you know again prediction business, right? I have a feeling that 2021 is going to be the year of of, uh, of uh, liberals hitting the snooze button. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really I'm I'm sincerely hoping that that is not the case, and I know it won't be the case with me. I know that it I know won't be will. the case with me. I, I won't. I will. I will fight harder now than I ever have before. This thing has just given me a new sense of resolve to kind of get shit done that I feel needs to get done. You know. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm entirely with you there. So I don't know. Anyway, so uh, on to the hellscape that will be 2021, at least to start. <laughs> I hope that uh, I hope that we can finish uh, this thing. I know that you know there's been a lot of talk. We didn't even touch upon the fact that uh, none of the uh, none of the vaccines are getting out there as they're supposed to be getting out there. I uh, know, and and that is uh, and that he is had just, one job. Yeah, right. You have one job, one job, million. So something like uh, 20 million have been shipped. Only two and a half million have been administered. You know, and and there's just there's federal funding that's holding this thing up. There's all of this stuff. So, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And yet, do they still support the man? Some do. <laughs> Some do. And I'm sorry, but at this point for me, I mean, not like it's news, but I mean, the gloves are off. I have zero respect 
for a person other than you, a basic human being. They shouldn't be harmed. They should be able to live, be alive and all that stuff. I have zero respect. <laughs> I'm not even, for, I'm not, I'm not with you on the alive part. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a Darwinian piece with the mask thing where, you yeah. know, but anyway, regardless, if you're still in that camp, I reject your value as a thinker. Yeah. As a person, you know, we all deserve to not be hurt, have food, live in shelter, and all that stuff. But if you're still on board, I'm sorry. I'm coming for you. Like, if you're stepping into social media and making these statements about, oh, boy, he doesn't even take his own salary. You know, like, yeah. I'm coming for you, dude. And I am, I have buckets full of memes. <laughs> I am. I am right. I am. A, you can't see this, but right now I have my hand right below my left eye. This is where I am in the meme bucket right now. <laughs> I am I am ready to fire. And I just uh, sent you a whole pile of them in your yeah, email. So I just, go look I just, for it. I just, <laughs> I, I've been getting a lot of text messaging from people I don't know during this podcast. And uh, so I have to, you know, um, I, like, who is this? And they were just like, LOL, thanks. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Yeah. LOL, thanks to you, too. Yeah, LOL, lol. All right. right. Um, it's the coronavirus. It's it, texting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> now it's texting. That's its new That's its new transformation, uh, the uh, ever-changing uh, virus and hellscape that we're in. Um, so the scorched earth policies will continue at least for another 20 days. We will usher in Joe Biden here in less than three weeks. And yeah. uh, and uh, all will be better in the world. It will not be well. And well, it'll be it'll be better if we step up. It's our chance for each of us to you know, just like you try to lose a couple pounds or you try to do this. Everybody step up their game a little bit. We really need to be leaning in on this. The planet's on fire. Things are scary. Fascism came very close to setting up. It's going to come again in, in two and four years. Yeah. It's now is our time to get better at being activists and and caring about people we don't even know. And that's the essential piece. And yep. let me just say this, dude, at the end of, of 2020, um, you're a powerful presence in our community, and you are that guy that steps up and shows up, interviews people, promotes things. I'm very grateful for to your presence, uh, the winner of the Brattleboro Community Television uh, uh, Producer of the Year Award, in case you w folks want to go look at that. Um, but I'm grateful for the work you do. You're, you're a good and benign force in our community and and obviously to our millions and millions of listeners well <laughs> both of you wherever you are both of them are both of them are looking at the computer right now going i don't know how to shut it off how do you shut it off <laughs> so, i think you stab it with a fork <laughs> thank you for all that uh i hope to be a malignant presence though, uh, go forward. on you know, well, you have your moments, yeah, but yeah, well I applied. I do. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, thank you for that. I'm going to continue to do that. I'm going to step up. I'm going to do uh, new and different things. I'm going to really, uh, you know, flex as much muscle as I can flex. And that's uh, when I talk about people affecting change, I keep saying, you know, stop looking at the fucking Pennsylvania Avenue. You're right. not going to right. change what's going on there. You want to change this? I'm sorry. Let's start now, and then in a decade, you can basically say, oh, they're finally listening. And they're finally listening because you're doing and acting locally. Yeah, local matters first, and that's the thing. And right. I, I think we, you and I are both attuned that way, yeah. So that's Agreed. where it is. So uh, what is it? Uh, think globally, act locally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a cliche, but it's true, and it, re it really matters. You it know? does. It does. All right. Well, let, let's stick a pin in it there. We'll uh, do it again next year. 
Yeah, <laughs> good one. Uh, and uh, so we want to once again thank uh, Mocha Joe's, our fine, fine sponsor of this year, a podcast called The Earspoon. Find uh, all the podcasts at theearspoon.com or wherever you download your uh, favorite podcast. Hopefully we're one of them. Right. And uh, happy new year, my friend. Happy New Year to you and to your gal and, and to everybody that cares about you and, and to all of our, our listeners, really, genuinely. Um, congratulations for making it through, and let's hope for for life improving starting now. Yep. All right. I've been Steve. And I've been Fish. And that'll do it for 2020. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers, buddy. This is the Ear Spoon with Fish and Steve.